We often don't realize that we are the key to our own happiness and that happiness starts with healing and transformation. Whether you need healing, guidance, clarity, understanding, or just some honest sister talk to feel connected, heard, and supported, you are welcome and safe here. So join the conversation and be healed. Welcome to Soul Healing Conversations with your host, Ross Kincaid. What's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? Welcome to another episode of Soul Healing Conversations. I hope you all are having a great week so far. We are in the throes of the holiday season. So y'all, please, 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 please take time for yourself. Make some time for self-care to manage any stress that you're feeling during this time. I mean, there's really no need to overdo it. Uh, I mean, as this pandemic has really taught us. So take the time out when you need to listen to your body, you know, just step back. It's okay. Everything's not going to fall apart if you go take care of yourself. So listen, today I'm going to be talking about attachments, energetic attachments, that is. But before we get into that, let me do this housekeeping. Let me get this out of the way because we got a live, all the way live show going on today. So if you like what you hear today and you would like to work with me one-on-one for spiritual life coaching, uh, psychic or mediumship reading, or for some Reiki energy healing, then I invite you to book a session with me at roskincaid.com. In addition to that, I am running a holiday special on my services as well as offering gift certificates at discounted rates uh, now through the end of the year. Now through the end of the year. (laughs) Also, I just released some free content on my website. Um, Go to roskincaid.com to download my latest freebie called 10 Practices to Master Your Energy. Some good information in there. Check it out. This is the time to really get into that and start managing and mastering your energy as we will be getting into a little bit today. Um, I'm also going to be a guest speaker on next Monday, December 7th at the Rays of Healing Church. Um, They have their monthly online meeting um, at 7.30, I believe, um, next Monday. And I am going to be speaking about the blessing of being. A lot of times we get in this rat race of doing and doing and doing. We fall into our divine masculine energy and forget all about our feminine side, our feminine nurturing and thinking and intuitive side and get hemmed up. (laughs) So I'm going to be talking about that um, again next Monday, uh, December 7th, uh, online at the Reiki, at the Rays of Healing Church's monthly online meeting. All right. Last thing, follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Soul Healing with Roz to stay connected, to learn more about all of the great things that I'm doing. So now let's get on to today's conversation, the good part. So check this out. Back in May, I had the lovely psychic Monique, Monique Mosher (laughs) with me on the show to talk about the gift of intuition. Go back and check that episode out if you missed it. Because there's a lot, a lot, a lot of great information. It was, it was lit. We got into it. <laughs> not, not into, into it, but we got into the topic and it was a really, really good show. But what y'all didn't know is that after that show or some, at some point in that show, off the air, Monique picked up that I had an attachment. <laughs> yeah, I had an attachment. Surely did and it was not fun. So with Monique's help, I was able to clear myself of that attachment and restore my energy. So for today's show, I thought it would be interesting and a good idea at this point to have her back on the show to talk about attachments with me because attachments are very real. 
and they are not talked about as often as they should be. And if any of y'all, if you follow the Bible or you follow signs and wonders and all of that, I mean, listen, the 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 war that that we wage is not against flesh and blood. It is not against things that we can see with our naked eye or tangible things that we see in front of us. This war is spiritual. It's going on on the inside of us. It's going on around us. And just because you can't see it don't mean it ain't happening. And just because you can't see it don't mean you're not a part of it. And so we we have to become more knowledgeable and more aware of what's going on around us. So let's get into it. Um, Joining me. Uh, in today's conversation is psychic medium Monique Mosher, who is a faith-based evidential psychic medium. Monique reads for lawyers, doctors, teachers, janitors, everybody, y'all. She reads for any and everybody. Nobody is off limits to the power of Monique <laughs> and mm. the power running through her. <laughs> She's deeply, deeply, deeply connected with spirit. Her readings are potent, they're powerful, they're meaningful, where she is able to blend both sides of her psychic and mediumship abilities effortlessly and beautifully. If you have not experienced Monique, you are in luck today. <laughs> and with that said, welcome back to the show, Monique. How you doing, girl? I'm so good. Oh, my gosh, Roz, your introduction like was so beautiful and so meaningful. <laughs> well, you got wow, thank you. Right. I feel that so much. I receive that so much yeah. from you. Wow, thank you. You're welcome. Um, thank I'm you. So, I am... Uh, you know, I'm really, I'm really, really excited to be here today uh, and really honored, honestly, and more than anything, honored to kind of bring light to a situation that is happening every single day, mm-hmm. um, especially right now uh, with everything mm-hmm. going on and the the war that's clearly being raged uh, right now. And so just, it sounds funny. I want to make this common talk. So people are like, hey, this is going on in my life. Where can I access this support? Absolutely. So, this is Absolutely. going on. This is real. I am excited to be here. It's been uh, it's been a doozy of a morning <laughs> already Funny. with uh, everybody trying to pop in and get their messages and everything going like that. But it's it's really good to be here. I'm excited. I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to show people you're not alone. Even with this stuff going on, you're not alone. You're not forgotten about. You never are. Amen. Right, right mm-hmm. on. Just because you know, I, I echo that. I can't add nothing to that really. <laughs> and it's true. And it, and it sounds funny, but like. This, this, this is what I've noticed, too. It's it, oftentimes people, you know, tell me, well, you know, if, if you're a woman of faith, how can you get attacked? Well, it's just your fact that you are a woman of faith is that you're being yeah, attacked. That's why you're being attacked. That, uh, that right there. <laughs> that right is there. And, and even if it's people that haven't chosen that faith, there are what we call spirituality genes mm-hmm. that are unlocking that are unlocking at rapid rates because God is moving, whether you see it or not. Mm. God is activating, especially through the children on our planet. So I'm excited to have this conversation. As you know, it's always lit when I'm with you and you are one of my favorite people to have conversations with. So I'm excited to start our holiday season like this. Girl, I mean, seriously, like my heart is expanding so much to be here Uh with Uh you today to do this. Like this really was a a prayer that I had put out and a call that I had put on my heart and to end the year with you (gasps) was was an answer to my prayer. Oh, Monique. And to be honored to be able to talk about something that doesn't get talked about enough because God is in both, in the shadow and the light. God designed both the shadow and the light. And with the divine masculine, we have shadow masculine. Mm -hmm. And in both, God exists. And it's both we need to talk about. Amen. Absolutely. You you, you cannot talk about the light without talking Mm -hmm. about the shadow. Mm Mm-hmm. Because God created and exists in both. 
Mm-hmm. So to abandon one is to abandon both. Yeah. Mm. Girl, let's get into it. So listen, I was going to ask you uh, initially to reintroduce yourself to the listeners, but listen, you guys <laughs> <laughs> take the time, take the time to go on to social media and find out about Monique. I will, I'm going to let her give you a chance to tell you how you can connect with her a little bit later in the show. But she is all over social media. She is also, if you go onto my show page, her bio is there on uh, my show, show page on Voice America's website. Please, please, please do yourself a favor and, and get connected with this woman because she is amazing. But what I want to lead off with is, is, is some foundation. Let's talk about what exactly is an attachment. What do we mean when we say an attachment, Monique? So th- this word is, is what I, I use for a very broad band spectrum of energetic things mm-hmm. that are being played out right now in the unseen realms. Okay. Okay. And what attachment to me, it, it's the very quickest, anything that's not yours, period. It's got to go. Mm-hmm. That's what an attachment is. When we go down into that deeper space, though, there are two types of attachments and, and different people have different wording for this. But over my years of experience, <laughs> there are two types of attachments, human and non-human, period. Right. So the attachment is anything that is in your energetic space that is not yours, that you have not invited in consciously. And even sometimes when we've invited it in consciously, the energy takes root. It then becomes an attachment and or parasite and which can then manifest into something else. An attachment oftentimes can be stagnant energy that can materialize into an entity. Okay. Mm. It can even be human energy that attaches to us that can cause a ton of problems. And then the other attachment is non-human and that's into demonics and, and, um, Demonics is a very different attachment. Um, It leads into different realms. But when you boil it down to attachment is anything that is hanging out in your energy field, um, even potentially in your body's field, the physical body's field um, that should not be there. That is not part of the conscious human element and their soul essence. So y'all listen to that. Y'all, y'all. God didn't put it there, baby. We got to get it out. Right. Y'all hear that. And so if it don't feel like you, if it don't feel like uh, uh, something you put there, if if something ain't right, you need to check in and, and test the spirit. Test it out. You need to test the light. <laughs> you need to get in there and look and see, did I put this here? Did I bring this with me? Is this mine? Is this me? Is this of me? Is this my of my higher self? Is this of, of source? If not, check that off. And, and get the work. <laughs> so, well, and some people, they, unfortunately, they don't know though that the attachment is happening. Yeah. And so, a lot of times, whether it's human attachment or demonic attachment, human attachment is a lot, a lot easier to um, dispel and get rid of uh, mm-hmm. because they don't form the attachment that that demonics do or any non-human entities. There are a variety of energies that that manipulate our systems, but demonic is the energy that I use for most of it. Uh, but most people actually don't know that there is an attachment going on because it sounds funny. You can be somebody that technically doesn't believe in God, right? But you're still getting very much spiritually attacked. Uh, for example, right. I had a client, a client uh, that they, they chose to not take on the service, but God directed me there. And unfortunately, it was a Mormon family and the child mm. was being um, um, in, in, the, in the later stages of, of what we would call possession. There are different stages for possession right. um, by, a, by a demonic force. Um, and 
the family didn't really even know what was going on. And they, mm-hmm. they, the, the mom literally told me, well, because I don't believe in this, doesn't, doesn't that mean that this isn't real? Absolutely Mm-mm. not. <laughs> it is actually your disbelief that makes you more vulnerable. It is actually your disbelief in the power of mm-hmm. the forces of the universe that leaves you more vulnerable because they know that you're not armored with knowledge right. to get rid of it. Just because you don't believe in it don't mean it don't, mean it don't believe in you. And okay. listen, so you, you talked about the difference between a human attachment and um, a, a non-human attachment or a discarnate uh, um, attachment. How, what, are the, what are some of the distinctive differences? How can we tell one over the other? Okay, so a big thing is um, energetic presence. Mm-hmm. When there is a human attachment, oftentimes they won't take very large physical so, for example, if there's a human attachment, they'll flicker lights on and off. Sometimes things will fall off the counter. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll flick TVs on and off. But you don't get this very large physical action, okay? And there's also not this very large feeling of dread, okay? Mm-hmm. And it sounds funny, but anytime there's demonics that play or any darker energies, there is, and this is what comes down to energy and, and, and demonic forces and darker forces are the equal and opposite of the light. So, I want you to imagine what these light energies, what God can do with these amazing energies, the darkness also has access to this. So we have to respect these energies, right? And know Mm -hmm. that we have to use our protection going before them. And so it's really, it's really, really important that, you know, that when we're doing this work and that when we're fortifying against these energies, that, that we're doing the praying, that we're doing the things that we're doing. So we know that when we're going into them, that we're going to be protected right and so the, mm-hmm. the non-demonics is that if it sounds awful they can move things with force very 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 violently um there is always always a very high level of fear very fearful um your body will become tense oftentimes you will sweat um the hair on your body will stand up and anytime there's demonics involved you'll start to see what i call resistant actions being put in place in your life you'll you'll see things start to continually go wrong you'll you constantly see interruptions Um, that are constantly slowing you down in your day, unexpected bills, everything starts to create resistance because Mm -hmm. it's starting to poison and infiltrate your life. That's the first stages of possession. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what's happening is it sounds awful. Uh, A ghost haunting with a human can just infiltrate one area of your life. The person is kind of being plagued a little bit. Demonics, they can actually wipe out your entire life overnight and infiltrate everywhere overnight. Um, And they have a lot of power. So for example, I had clients that lived in a haunted house um, they were, they were literally moving tables and chairs. And I had clients where like entire shelves of glass were being thrown, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. across. And that's because it's forced because they have access to a much larger energy field. And so anytime there is this sinking feeling in your body and your body is the key to everything, get the fuck out of your head, get out of your head, get out of your head. God exists in the heart, get out of the head and back into the heart. Yeah. Anytime that there is something that is off, that is not connecting with you, and there is this sinking feeling of fear, get out. That is your body's way of saying, this is not of source. This is not of you. This is not of God. Get out of the situation. And demonics, they play with this very heavy sense of fear. Anytime there's this heavy fear energy, you're being infiltrated, which is the first step in, in possession. Mm-hmm. And a large thing too, it sounds funny, is you'll, notice, you'll start to notice a lot of death or death energy. Animals will be dying. Uh, plants will die. Your environment will start to reflect a lot of death. Food will mm-hmm. start to rot. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things start to change very, very, very quickly um, when demonics start to come at play. And 
what they do is it sounds funny. They start to separate the soul essence from the human being. And so the experience from a demonic possession versus a human possession and possession can be used for both. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, are very, very different experiences. Um, and so it all boils down to this very fear-based energy. This, if it's feeling this scary and you know, it's heavy. And it also, there's a bunch of different things and factor, right? Your environment is there animals dying, is there plants dying? And then key, if you smell something, like, like rotting eggs. flesh, yeah, like rotting death. eggs out of nowhere. This smell, this sulfur smell is specific to demons um, and specific to lower level demons. They um, tend to sit in the realm where they rot. Mm. The energy rots. Well, the energy accumulates a smell. And so when they step into the room, um, the energy of the room can actually go down. Lights will dim. Power sources can get completely cut off. Um, and smells um, like sulfur can be overwhelming and enter the room. Um, and so a lot of times, and the, the biggest thing that when people, my, I, especially the clients that I have found that have been tested by demonics, mm-hmm. the infiltration starts specifically in the mind mm. and a ghost haunting with a human, right. Is not as able to manipulate the energetic field because they don't have the experience. It tends to be more physical. We're trying to get your attention. Maybe I'll knock something off of the, you know, the counter. Maybe I'll write a note on the mirror. Maybe I'll drop a feather in front of you. Maybe I'll drop a coin, whatever that is. But the signs that you're getting are extremely, extremely different. And the communication is very different. So for example, I have, you know, I have a client that's struggling right now with an attachment Mm -hmm. and it, she keeps telling me I'm hearing thoughts that are not mine and thoughts that are dangerous. Step Mm -hmm. one. Step one. So it's very different. It's a very different experience. Humans still have this human experience, like this human element to it. Mm -hmm. You are dealing with non-human elements, any type of demonics, um, everything changes. And if you haven't experienced it, thank God. (laughs) Right. Uh, But when you do, it changes everything and everything about you and your life. Um, Yes. It sounds like a game changer. It's a game changer for sure. It sounds like a game changer for sure. Yes, it really is. So let me, let me take a step back real quick and and ask you, like, how did you even get into working with and clearing out uh, demonic spirits or, or demonics or attachments? How did you even find yourself working in this area of, of spiritualism? So, I know this is something that I, I never, ever in my whole life thought I would ever even be Mm -hmm. considered for. Um, But what I had found over the years of being a professional psychic medium, and I've been doing this for five years, uh, the cases with demonics had always circled back to me. Hmm. Always from the very, very beginning. Um, And this is, I've never shared this out loud ever before. And it makes me cry to even share it because it puts me in such a vulnerable position. Well, take your time. Uh, But God's calling me to... um, I've experienced possession myself. Oh, wow. Um, And I have live witnesses that a part of my spiritual awakening, I was allowed to be undertaken by a separate soul and the spiritual battle with other people here praying over me. And I have have people to send live testament to this. Uh, I fought for my soul and that changed the game. Mm. Uh. After doing that, you create a signature in the spiritual field that you are willing to help those people that are also struggling with that. Um, and I denied it and I denied it and I denied it. And then once I realized that God had walked me through this and it was, it was the most awful situation of my life. Um, and it, it still even is hard to talk about today, the, the, the details of what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but it put me in a place to, to serve God in a way that, that's maybe been forgotten about. 
but that people really need. And what it's shown me is that in the darkest of places, God really is there. Really, really is there. But it's not a God that we've been taught. It's not a God that we even know today. Mm -hmm. It's a God without all of the stipulations and the conditions. It is a completely separate and holy, sacred relationship that you must be willing to walk into and abandon everything you've learned before. And when I was willing to do that, the cases kept coming. And they kept coming. And when they finally came to a head and I took on my case that lasted six weeks, that's where I learned everything. And now I do this work because I don't want people to think that God abandoned them in their time of need. Mm. Because God is here and God is moving in the living facets of your life. And that's people. But we must be willing to let God back in. And if that means that I have to be a door to shine light and to get people out of sticky situations. And don't get me wrong, I do say no. Some situations are too dangerous and they are too heavy. And I always pray. I always pray. But it's not something that I necessarily chose, but it's not something that I'll abandon either because I know that when I pray, I know that when God leads me there, that God won't lead me to a place that he's not already gone before Mm. and that I'm coveted and that I'm protected. That's real. At all costs. And I know that. And the people that come to me and, you know, I, I, the family, I still talk to the family today about the, about the, you know, the, the, Mm -hmm. the war that we raged in their house that lasted six weeks. And we actually communicated about this a few months ago, maybe even a month ago about the, the context of what happened, you know, their, their haunting was like something I've never seen before. They ultimately had to leave the house. One of the most haunted houses in my area. Um, And, you know, the church couldn't even unfortunately get them out because the priest fell succumbed to possession of the demon Mm -hmm. because it was a complete nest of demons. Multiple demons had moved in. And the priest had fell to it. And, you know, she had messaged me a few, like I said, a month back, maybe, and was like, you know, you did this. And, and I sat there and I, and I thought, no, <laughs> no, God did this through me. God did this through me. And then, and then I really thought, I thought this is what it redefines to be a woman of faith. This is what it redefines to be a woman of God. And even more so, this is what it redefines to be a woman that is spiritual, but also believes in God at the same time. And this is what the modern woman of faith is doing, because if we abandon the people in their darkest hour, then we've abandoned it all. Mm. And I won't. Because Mm. God exists in both. Yes, he does. And even when I tell, like, I'm like, okay, I'm all done. I don't want these clients anymore. I don't want these anymore. I get two or three a year. Circle that around. They come in. We do the work. But my work is really unique that, you know, when I start the the removal of the demonics, Mm -hmm. humans are much easier to remove. When I start the removal of demonics, I start it in the first phase. 
second phase sometimes. Mm-hmm. When it's in the third phase, it's almost impossible to save the person or the property um, that is being currently possessed. And so when people come mm-hmm. into my field and they're actually different, like I said, different stages of possession, I actually called it, I call it IOP, infiltration, oppression, possession. And they happen in stages. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is I come in between stages one and two. What happens that actually means is the energy or the entity or demonic mm-hmm. is messing with the energy field still. It's still messing with the energetic energetics of your life, meaning it hasn't moved in physically rooted into the soul or okay. body of the human or soul or body of the home. Mm-hmm. Once it gets to that third stage, it is almost impossible to save people. This is even why the Catholic church doesn't perform exorcisms on every person that comes through because even the priests have to use discernment of how far the possession has gone, how, what level of the possession has gone to this. Um, and, and is this person's soul, this sounds, it sounds awful, but at a savable point or has the demonic rooted so deeply into stage three. So deeply from the body to the soul, to the mind, it has now become a parasitic entity symbiotic that when we remove it, the human will die. And, and ultimately what it's I up to the dis- ask. And it's it's up to the discernment of the practitioner, but I remove it in stages one and two. Stage three is is for the other guys. I don't go there. (laughs) I was about to ask. I was was getting ready to ask, girl. What what do you do with somebody who's at stage three and is infiltrated? You just just let them go on and just live a life possessed and just, I mean. So I actually had a client that (laughs) she was brought into my field and I actually had to say no to her. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a client that was brought into my field. And this is important because a lot of people don't tell like spiritual workers that you're allowed to say no, even though you're doing God's work. Absolutely. You're allowed to say no, even though you're doing God's work. Why? Because if you take on something that burns you out, guess what? You can't do God's work anymore. (laughs) So this is really important that boundaries come up. And so Mm -hmm. why pray over everything? I cannot stress this enough. This, this client came forward and and this is really huge. Just because you got the gift doesn't mean you got to use it. Okay. You know what? That's crazy. Let that me say, say that, that again. Because just, just because girl, you got the gift, girl, mm. doesn't mean you got to use it. I, and I just said before I logged on to this computer to do this show, just because mm. you can don't mean you should. No, girl. And that's why I said pray over everything. Mm. For example, so I have this client and she had an attachment that was one of the sons of hell. That's what it's one of the demonics. His name is Beezlebub. He's a very, very, very dark demon. I don't fuck with them mm-hmm. at all. Um, I just send them on their way. And uh, so she came into my field and it was an infiltration um, by demonics. Well, I sat down and I prayed over whether I should take the case. Well, Beezlebub is a demon that manifests bugs, flies specifically. Um, and so I was praying. I sat over, I prayed over the case um, and, and everything. And it, it was really on my heart that God was like, I don't want you to take this on. This is, this is dangerous. This is too, this is too, some things you just can't fix. Okay. Let's just mm-hmm. say it that way. And some things God just doesn't want you to fix. And there's a higher balance to whatever that is. Okay. Right. And I was praying over it and I was like, no, like I was like arguing, like, what do you mean? I can't help her. Like, I know that we can get her out of this. I know that we can remove the attachment. And God was like, do you remember what happened last time? Well, last time I did that, I tested some waters. It, I was a very hard lesson because I thought I could be, you know, bigger and better than God. Eh, wrong. Mm. Um, so I prayed and prayed and prayed. Well, God was like, don't take on this case. Don't take on this case. And I was literally arguing in my heart. I'm like, I can do this. And God's like, so I'm going to show you what happens when you think that you can overstep the boundaries of what I'm telling you to do, especially in this space. Mind you, going back to Beezlebub, the demon that manifests with bugs. Okay. I go in my backyard. Guess what's flying around? Flies. Hundreds. 
of flies are in my backyard. Mm. And then in my house, they start to come in. No, Ross, (laughs) they were everywhere. And then they were on my car. And then I got the point. And I was done. We need to take a quick break. Y'all sit tight. We'll be right back with more on attachments with psychic medium Monique Mosher. She is going to tell it, continue with this story. I'm intrigued. She's got me on a cliff right now. Sit tight. We'll be right back. You have a passion and from that passion, you've created a business, but how do you market and grow that business? Hi, I'm Emily of Shine Coaching and Consulting. I specialize in brand identity, website design, marketing consulting, and business coaching. I create a visual expression of my clients' ideas and help them develop a business strategy to meet their goals. Connect with me today at shinecoachingandconsulting.com. Be inspired. Be real. Be you. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-294. 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. You are tuned in to Soul Healing Conversations. If you would like to reach Roz Kincaid or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to hello at rozkincaid.com. Now, back to Soul Healing Conversations. Welcome back to Soul Healing Conversations. I'm your host, Roz Kincaid. Today, I'm here with psychic medium, Monique Mosher, and we are talking about attachments. Yes. In other words, what happens when something jumps on me? <laughs> so before the break, Monique, you were sharing with us um, a, a situation where um, there was an infiltration and you were yes. getting signs yes. from, um, from so God. I getting, to, yes, I, the, the oh, flies. Yeah. So let me yeah, know this though, like when you got like, you know, like one or two flies in your house. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, you good. You're not gonna. You're not being attacked. You're not. You're not being overwhelmed by demonics. <laughs> but the key here is though is is large swarms of bugs, especially large swarms of bugs that are like it sounds funny, but bugging you, <laughs> like nagging mm-hmm. you, um, and that can even be like mosquitoes. And, and and I even had an experience, you know, falling back on this story. I even had flies on the car, right? Mm-hmm. And then wasps started to bother me. Oh, so I was wow. getting this message that not only is this going to be irritating, aka the flies, it's going to hurt. Ooh because of the wasps. And that's when I dropped it. And I, and I messaged my clients back and I was like, unfortunately, this is not something that I can take on, you know, and what, what's also, this is really important. I'm really urged to say this too. It is okay to get paid for these types of services. 
Oh yeah. A lot of spiritual workers like think that it's like ungodly to charge. Well, then they've never had to be Mm. in a situation of trying to get somebody out of this service. So if, if there is a spiritual person or, you know, somebody else that is trying to do this type of work and afraid of charging, especially for entity management, it's so important because there is a sacredness that happens in the sale. Yeah, you need to go and get your coins for all of this you're doing because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's right. risky business. And, you know, I had I had people just 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 two weeks ago that have a very very nasty case, um, mm-hmm. but they don't want to pay for it, and unfortunately, that is their choice. Uh, but that is also my choice to say I'm going to honor my boundaries as well. So just because people are making you maybe feel like we have to give this away for free, absolutely not, mm-hmm. absolutely not. No. We are allowed to covet and protect ourselves because we are precious instruments of God and we should be treated as such. There you Not go. given away for free because then nobody buys the cow when the milk's getting given away for free anyway. Right. Nobody's no, yeah, nobody's doing that because this, this work is serious and mm-hmm. it needs to be some kind of exchange for me putting my life out. There here has to be. That's absolutely right. Because the practitioner that's taking on these types of cases, you know, even mine where the possession possession levels are at one and two you know, we make ourselves extremely vulnerable, extremely vulnerable. Are we protected? Absolutely. We are protected by God. But what you don't understand is you're walking both lines, right? And they will mess with you. They will continue to attack resistance until you create this like synergistic energetic stronghold with your relationship with God, where God is really allowed to root in you, where the divine masculine in you is activated in you, where you are activating the God that is in you. Until then, it can be whew, a doozy. Mm. So, and I think you might already spoke on this just a little bit, but what causes us to have an attachment in the first place? How do we even get so There's here? a variety of different things. Um, a lot of times it's people that are of people of faith, that have extreme faith. And it's mm-hmm. because of their extreme faith, though, that almost makes them more vulnerable. And why is that? Light not only attracts light, but light attracts dark. Yeah. And what people don't realize is, is that the darkness, whatever you want to call it, the name for it is, is really not, is not relative to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, is extremely, extremely skilled at form manipulation, meaning fake light appears real. Hmm. So what's happening is what makes this scary is because the darkness has literally mastered the mirroring images of like, we, we kind of talked about this, like our, our most, favored spiritual icons, religious icons, whatever you want to call it. Like what people don't realize is the darkness is taking on these forms. Like it's taken on these masks. And this is what people aren't questioning that. Why people are out there praying, inviting God in, inviting Jesus in, inviting all these people in, inviting all these spirits in. Guess what? What if your ancestors aren't really your ancestors showing up? Guess what? Guess what? If it's not really Archangel Michael showing up. Nobody's out there giving these entities spiritual tests. Okay. Nobody is out there requiring these entities or energies to do anything before entering our field. And it sounds funny, but this is also why I've shifted my practice from calling in guides as much calling in other energies. Mm -hmm. And instead of I am inviting the living God within me. Yeah, just ask God. Come on in. And take up the space because God's within you. (laughs) And I always tell people because, you know, the biggest thing is if God is already within us, why you need up? Then what's out there? <laughs> what are we inviting in? Yeah, if God is already within us, if Jesus is already within our hearts, if we carry the Holy Spirit within us because we are the images of God in flesh and blood, then what the fuck are we inviting in? 
I don't know. know. Is it going to be me? That's a good question. That's a good yeah, question. And, and then like, people are wondering why they're getting sick and they're getting attached. Well, are like, so for example, you know, my seven-year-old, she's a very, very talented psychic medium in the making. She gives me readings, <laughs> accurate readings. I'm teaching her spiritual techniques to keep herself safe. So anytime there is an entity that comes in her field that she sees, she has a spiritual test that that entity or energy must pass. And if they can't, she knows that they are not from spirit and not from God and doesn't even open the door. So was this a test that anybody can use or was it unique to you? Very, anybody can use this test. Okay. Anybody. So do you want me to, do you want to talk about that? Please. Okay. So I didn't, I don't know if you wanted to veer off the questions, but get it. Go. (laughs) So the spiritual test, this is really, really important. (laughs) Um, It's really, really easy. You go into prayer, drop out of your head, get into your heart, sink Uh back into that body, right? The body is, is key to everything. It holds the codes to accessing everything, including our divinity, including remembering who we are. And that's including our remembrance to God, right? Our divinity, our mm-hmm. DNA is divine. This spiritual test is really getting into this intimate place and having a conversation with God and saying, God, I need you to reveal an object to me. And this is what my little Abby did, my, my seven-year-old, right? We, we sat down, we prayed over it. And we were like, spirit, reveal to Abby a tool or an object or an image that she can hand as an offering to the entity or energy in front of her that comes from God, that is built from the Holy Spirit. So Abby's materialized, I think it was like a gold rose or a gold feather. I forget which one. And it's from the essence of God. It comes from within her. It is an image that is born from within her because God is within her, right? Right. It's born. And she sees herself and she's mastered this technique as in this energetic bubble. She's very protected by spirit. And she offers the entity and doesn't ever get out of her space. She offers the entity her feather or whatever it is. And this is key. The energy will always show you what's going on. They can either accept it and the energy will meld with it. And you'll see the expansion of light or the energy will completely dissolve, which means this is not safe. Turn around. If it's Mm. being dissolved and the light's being eaten up, do not access this. This is not for you. It is not of light. Why? Because the light can appear real, but then when real light is introduced to it, Mm -hmm. it crumbles. Mine's a sword. I literally am like, okay, you want to show up here? I didn't invite you in. Here's my sword. And I carry that sword with me. I, I, I literally shield myself with that sword. And it's something that's also inside of me, but it's a really fast spiritual test. Are you from God? I need to know that if you're here and if you're from God, accept this gift. And if they can, your energy will know that it's safe because when you're designing and creating from an internal place with the God that is inside of you, you will never be led astray, period. But everybody has to have like their, it's like your key, right? Everybody gets to create their own key here. Yeah. Mine's a sword. Abby's is a feather or a rose. You know, and I have a few clients that use different things too, mm-hmm. but we all have our own acts, but this is a really, really quick test of, okay, what side are you on? Because mm-hmm. remember when we offer that gift of clear intention, that, that gift of, of, of unconditional love coming from a source of love, if it's not of that source, it will crumble because false light cannot stay in that same space. It calls it out. You'll see the energetic reaction. So it sounds funny, but offer them the gift. <laughs> see what they do. Wow. I have learned. And it's real easy. Real, and like my seven-year-old does it anytime there's an entity, you know, my, my seven-year-old and she's putting up her divine mirror every day, every day with God. Uh, uh, just keeping that out. Keeping it out, especially right now. Got to manage your energy. Got to and, and managing your energy doesn't mean just your energy. It, it means the energy Everybody around else's. you. Everybody else's. Test yes, the spirit. <laughs> Test yes. the spirit. You know, and it's funny because we, we, well, when I was growing up and even now, I hear that all the time. Test the spirit, test the spirit. It even says in the Bible, test the spirit, test the spirit. But it, 
really doesn't tell you how to to do that. And that's why I'm so glad that you shared that little tidbit with us because I want people to walk away from this episode, listen to this episode, feeling like they're equipped somewhat. Absolutely, with everything able, that you need inside of you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Everything. Equipped to be able to to handle it on, on the level that you can. You know, if you mm-hmm. need to call in the reinforcements, then do that. Absolutely, call. and but, but do so. Like, and, and if it's ever at a point where you feel like you can't, you know, call in the people that, that have the knowledge. And for some people, that's priests or, 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 you know, their clergy for their church or their pastor or, or whatever that is. And for some people, it's me. So it, it, exactly. But you have the tools inside of you to keep yourself safe period hmm. now period with that said and you, sp- you sp- also spoke about this are there some other signs within our body that we can tell that we have an attachment whether it be human or non-human can what what shifts and changes can we notice in our body that something so there's yeah so that's a really good question so there's a lot of different things that happen in the body um you'll actually start to feel physical pain in that area um and and that's a that's a big thing is where you'll either feel physical pain like let's say it's back pain or let's say it's in the womb area your period might be extremely painful you might be having ovarian pain Mm -hmm. um if it's if it's in the root chakra you might be experiencing vaginal pain you might be experiencing pain you know while even trying to make love there's there are a variety of different things but the body will always 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 throw what we call a dissonant pattern Mm -hmm. um or frequency of letting us know that something is off so for example it's pain um a lot of times when the body is is struggling with an attachment, um, fatigue is a really big one. Yeah, um, that was my giveaway. Yeah, that was and, my and what giveaway. what happens is, yes, girl. And immediately, you know, when I saw your attachment, the, the thing is that I saw that your your energy was completely zapped because it yeah. was eating it. It was just, it was just completely materializing it. And that's a really big thing is, is like unexplainable fatigue, right? With no physical symptom. I'm not talking about anything else going on. I'm talking about unexplainable fatigue. This is a really, really big one of just being completely and mentally exhausted. And then what also happens is it gets you into this place where you're so mentally like just spun out and spiraling out, then you can't sleep because you're so overly exhausted. So then Mm -hmm. it kicks into mental exhaustion on top of that, right? So the body is physically being drained. You can experience pain. You can experience extreme fatigue. Um, And this is a really big one, anxiety. Anxiety Mm. starts to kick up massively um, when there is an infiltration going on, specifically if there is already anxiety issues. And what happens is anxiety and racing thoughts. Um, That also happens, any OCD type of thoughts and thoughts that just don't feel like you can settle them back down. The body starts to cause, like I said, dissonant patterns. So anything that your body is doing that is like, hey, this doesn't feel right. And it sounds funny, but even in changes of like the food that we're eating, the body, the body will start craving different things if there's an attachment that it's trying to get rid of. So for example, if there is an attachment in the lower bottom part of the body or root chakra, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times people that are struggling with this, um, there's a, there's, there's lack of sense of safety, right? There's lack of sense of support. And what happens is that infiltration starts to manipulate that even more. And so food is an essential part. And I could, I could go on for hours talking about the frequency of food and how food really is the medicine to fix the body with everything. Hmm. Um, the root chakras are going back to that attachment. For example, people don't realize that when you're in this root attachment, it's all in that root area, right? But we have the power to shift that also with food. So we may be craving, let's say, red meat, but we're denying that and we're eating sugar, okay? And our oh. body is saying, no, give me the sugar. I mean, give me the red meat, give me the red meat. And you know, ultimately, that's what you want. Why? It's a grounding food that mm-hmm. helps re 
organize, re-energize, and redistribute energy. It's a grounding food. Why? Cows eat plants. Also, grounding foods like salads and all of these root vegetables. But what it's doing is it's, it's the body is craving these specifically to help you, right? But so oftentimes what's happening, that infiltration in the mind is not allowing that connection. So then we get exhausted and then we get to the point where you just don't care. <laughs> you just don't care. And you just don't. And then it sounds funny. A huge one that a lot of ex- my clients experience, they lose the lack of drive. Oh, wow. And focus. Oh, wow. And they just, and it sounds funny. There's just a sadness that moves in. Hmm. Sounds familiar. <laughs> and you just like, and it sounds funny, but like a thing, the thing that you felt so lit up on, like that, that you knew was in your soul's calling now feels far away. And you question it. Mm. That's how it starts. And the body, the, because the body is now fighting a disease, right? But you can't quite see it. And so everything about, so this is a really big thing. If you start to run late a lot, then you normally not. If there's a lot of like things going wrong in your environment, like you're spilling your coffee, you're dropping your pen, there is something going on because your body is fighting this pattern of trying to keep something out. So when you get a lot of what we call psychic discharge in the body, mm-hmm. you're continually experiencing these resistance. Your body is telling you something is off. The body speaks very loudly and always. Gotta listen even to down your to the body. food that we eat. Gotta listen to your body. Every time. Every time. And it just sounds fun. Like if you just feel like there's something that's just not you and you can't quite explain it, check in. Check in. Because the body's letting you know. Let me ask you this. In addition to all of the bodily signs, can it affect your sex drive? Absolutely. And how so? So so root chakra, especially if there's an attachment down there, or even an attachment doesn't really matter where in the body. Mm -hmm. So for example, root chakra or not. Um, So let's say there's attachment, even if it's human, this is what sucks too, because they can still manipulate energy, right? They can still form an attachment. Mm -hmm. What they do is when there's a leak in the aura or a leak in the field, they move in, right? They create an attachment. They start feeding. How does this affect your sex drive? As a woman, number one, our sexuality is a gift from God. When we do not have a high life force moving through us, our vagina will feel it. She will close down. She will become dry. Sex will not be easy. Why? You are fighting the divine masculine because you do not feel safe, period. Because there is a hyper shadow masculine pushing on your feminine energy. It shuts everything feminine in the body down. You cannot physically be penetrated if you're being penetrated by something else. It shuts the entire system down. The vagina is a place of receiving sexually and Mm -hmm. safely. Mm Mm-hmm. When our energy is being manipulated and drained specifically, I want you to imagine the vagina is this beautiful place of life force, right? And I could just talk about the vagina's power and like the power of sexuality also for (laughs) hours, but it's this beautiful place, right? This beautiful place of, of life force, literally like the vagina becomes wet when we're, when we're trying to have sex as a woman, right? Right. What happens is though, the entities can drain the body so much, they start to drain it at a hormonal and vitamin level. So much so that it literally starts to pull the body's hormones and everything out of whack, literally causing a dissonance so deep. It causes physical ramifications where people think, oh, my God, something is wrong with me. You know, why can't I relax? Why can't I get into this place? That's because you're being infiltrated by something else that is sucking the life force, not just from your vagina, but from your entire body. 
and your soul starts to feel that crumpling, the body starts to contract. And so the vagina will not open up into a place of feeling safe to receive, to be penetrated by the masculine if she's already fighting penetration from somewhere else. And a lot of times people can completely lose their sex drives. Um, and that's because it sounds awful. They're fighting a life force that they, that they don't even realize is going on. Mm. And it's dangerous because it's when people have attachments and you do have sex with them, once you have the orgasmic exchange, mm-hmm. sending the invitation out there to take on their energetic baggage. So this is literally why people that you've had sex with, you can't get rid of. That's because once you have an orgasm with them, you made the agreement to now carry their spiritual baggage in your bullshit until you clear it. Don't have spiritually safe unsex. There you go. My God. Mm, girl. <laughs> That's why I always tell my listen. husband, I'm like, listen, if we were ever not together, never again. Mm-mm, there ain't enough stage in the world. That, that, that's a show right there. <laughs> yes, it is, girl. I'm telling you. That's just, a whole I mean, show right And I there. want you to really look at this, like, right? The vagina is so powerful. Women have two sets of lips for a reason. And if one is blocked, the other is too. Complete shutdown. Girl, like the coronavirus. <laughs> They're going to shut it down. But yes, absolutely. They steal your, it sounds funny. Sex equals life. Demons hunt life. If they steal your ability to want to co-create at the basic level, boom. They got you. They got you, boo-boo. Right there. Uh-huh. So listen, we are, we got a few minutes left. I want you to, can you talk to the people about what can we do to prevent an attachment? So it sounds so funny. I used to like do this like woo-woo. Oh, you got to do that, 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 that. All this foo-foo stuff, spirituality bullshit, right? And then I got to the roots of it choose the right side period and i'm not talking about the side that church has constructed for you i'm not even talking about the god that church has constructed for you or the jesus that church has constructed for you mm-hmm. i am inviting you to choose the living god within you because when you sit down at that throne you remember a different remembrance of who you really are this is the intention. This is the choosing of choosing. And just get out of your head, guys. You have to go out of the head, sinking into the heart, into this very deep intentional place. And you must choose spirit. You must choose God. So much so that a spiritual baptism takes place over your heart. Mm. Mm. And if you haven't experienced a spiritual baptism, ooh, let me tell you, it will move you sounds deep it is this place it is this place where you choose god i am here i am here to serve you and it is in this service in your willingness to show up in servitude of god that protects you prayer and choosing that's all i do every single day i pray and I pray the Lord's prayer. It is the most powerful prayer of protection. I could go more into it, but I won't because I know we got a few minutes till closing. But it all boils down to what side are you ultimately choosing in your heart? You must choose because the war is already raging. Prayer and surrender. Choose. Prayer and surrender. And I know people are going to be in their head about, well, how do I know what's in your heart? Go, go back, like the woman said, go back to your heart. Mm-hmm. Drop back down into your heart. You got to get out your head. 
Well, God doesn't reside there. God resides in the heart. You know, God doesn't reside in the head. God, God is not a place of the mind. God is a place of the soul. And we must be willing to step out of that headspace and out of that humanness to access the divinity. Mm. And I have, and I, like I said, I've used so many different tools, but the power of prayer and the Lord's prayer in the work that I do has shifted everything. It, it, it changed the game. It changed the game. And I use sage and stuff in some other modalities still, but it all boils down to prayer. Prayer. All boils down and, to and prayer intention. because in, intention and really intentionally and really got to go deep, go deep. What side are you choosing? Because are you avoiding God? Because I'll tell you this, most men and most women avoid God. Most women avoid men like the relationships that they avoid with men. Hmm. You know, so where are you choosing? And if you think you're choosing something, is, is, the, is the idea, is your life, is the frequency of your life reflecting that choice? Is your life a living testament to how big God is moving through you? Or, or are you only claiming God privately and not publicly? Uh, oh, toast. Because I'll tell you, if you do, if you claim in God privately, but not claiming him publicly in your business, in your life, God's not going to show up for you in the way that you are expecting and asking and surrendering for. Why? Because you have kept it. Child. Because you're afraid. Somebody's toes right now hurting because they got to be stepped on. Girl, I'm done only claiming God privately. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Because there's nothing mm. to be ashamed of, nothing to be afraid of. Well, listen, we are out of time for the day. <laughs> Speaking mm. of dumb. so good. Mm. Listen, before we go, real quick, Monique, tell everybody how they can connect with you after the show. Um, so you guys can connect with me on social media. Uh, my Instagram is at Psychic Medium Monique Mosier. And my Facebook is Psychic Medium Monique Mosier. Um, and I don't have a website yet. We're in the process of building it. I know it sounds awful. Uh, my husband's no, going to be so mad at me for saying that. <laughs> uh, social media is the, is the best way to uh, contact me or my work cell phone. It's 970-400-1277. It floats around to a lot of different people's uh, hands for different services. Um, and it sounds funny. I'm, I'm okay with that accessibility. Um, I don't have any specials going on right now. And that sounds funny, but God is actually deconstructing the way I work right now mm. um, and repackaging everything. So I'm kind of in this hibernation stage and only taking on readings um, on, on specific basis right now. But if you guys mm. want to connect, I'm here. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Monique. So, so, welcome. so thank much you for having for me, girl. It was, it was always, it's always good to have you on the show. So you girl. got <laughs> share your thoughts today with me um with about today's episode because i'm over here just tongue-tied and just in my head right now <laughs> go to go to excel healing with bras and let me know what y'all think about all of this and what are you dealing with you know do you have an attachment you need some help <laughs> also don't forget about that holiday special that i'm running on my website um and also i'm going to be taking a much needed break for the rest of the month and when spirit says break you break or you find yourself broke down and I'm not trying to be broke down. So while I'm away, y'all feel free to enjoy some of the encore presentations of some of my favorite episodes. I'll be back in January with more live episodes and hopefully some new guests. Not hopefully, I will be having new guests. So stay tuned. Until next time, y'all be safe. Stay connected. Stay prayed up. Surrender. Keep your vibe as high as you can. And keep doing the work. Much love, y'all. Thank you again for listening to Soul Healing Conversations. Please join Roz Kincaid again for another program next Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next week.